1: Welcome back to Trot's Life, joined by Andy Gath. Andy, usual questions. How are you? Whereabouts are you today? I'm um, fine, thanks. I've just ducked into Malcolm.
0: Um to go to the bank, actually. So, yeah. Go to the bank? Yeah. Norm Jenkins still writes checks. <laughs> Does he really? <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, Te- technology's passed him by. Um, yes, but
1: if he ever sent one to me, I'd be happy to go and bank it, I must admit, because... It's generally a significant
0: one. Yeah,
1: how many horses would be there that Norm owns?
0: Uh, yeah, it's always between 10 and 20.
1: Yeah, wow, yeah. It's pretty faithful, isn't it? It's a great relationship. You've developed the three of you, Andy,
0: yourself, and Kate and Norm. Yeah, no, um, he's been with you since I started, so, um... Yeah, so no, it's a long really? relationship. Yep, yep. So um, yeah, longer than a lot of marriages. When me and you both know, <laughs>
1: yes, <laughs> and nineteen. So what's so that? Nineteen eighty. So when did you first actually start training? Uh, I think eighty uh, nine. I think I can't remember.
0: Yeah, like
1: that. yeah. I normally have this yeah. detail, but I've never done one of those big long chats with you. Maybe I should. <laughs> yeah, it's not enough time, Tobes. Yeah, true. We could go. We could talk about some different things, couldn't we? Uh, anyway, yep. let's let's roll forwards. How's the barrier draws uh, for Kate? Uh, that she's down on at Geelong. She's drawn ten, five, six, nine, ten, eleven, and seven are options throughout the night. So uh, yep. I know they're NR mostly, but uh, she's going to see a bit of the second
0: row. Yeah, she is in one race there. They've all drawn together, and she generally asks me which one to drive, and I say the one that's drawn the best. So um, <laughs> that's not going to help her. <laughs> Moenian, <Millennium. laughs>
1: yeah. What if Pete chimes in and says, "No, nah, no, nah, Captain Wilson's the best chance."
0: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. It'd be a tough decision. Uh, they're all pretty similar type horses, and yeah, and all got the back row draw. So um, yeah, I don't know which way she'll go at this stage.
1: David Murphy's and his law says that she'll choose the wrong one probably, but anyway.
0: Yeah, that's generally the way it goes.
1: Now let's talk seriously, Geelong Rocket mate. Catch a wave, draws six. Mac Dan in five. I, I just feels like it's not his grand final. Catch a wave. So, do you really want to fire him up in a race like this?
0: Well, yes and no. Hmm. Um, Hunter Cup, he did over race and sort of half choked down. So, but we, you know, whether we want to get an opportunity with, you know, obviously make it a little gear change and the stuff, but stepped up his workload uh when he goes to menangle the following week he's probably gonna have to work off the arm because it's sort of a track you got to be up there with so um true yeah so we might yeah haven't decided yet but we might chance our arm and go forward and just see how he does handle it
1: yeah and you're right if you don't go forward at menangle in those races you may as well stay home really
0: yeah no it's, it's an on-pace track and yeah so um Yes, so it's sort of worked out what we're doing, but, yeah, it's still a 50-50 whether he goes forward or back. It's one or the other, isn't it?
1: It'd be nice if the Miracle Mile winner from last year got an automatic entry back in this year, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, no, would be good, but um, it's not the case. And, you <laughs> yeah. know, even, well, even a horse like Leap to Fame, you know, he's still got to qualify yet. And, yeah, you'd think they'd invite a couple early on.
1: Is he better over a mile Catch a wave like, like some people believe? I think he's maturing, and the Vic Cup run shows that, that the distance doesn't worry him.
0: No, not really. People, you know, he's probably had a couple of runs over 2,400 or longer and mine was Eureka and the Hunter Cup and, and a Derby Heat. And, you know, I can find legitimate reasons for all of them why he didn't perform at his best. But, you know, if you look at it on paper, it says that he's, you know, the middle distance and the short course is where he's best at. So um, until he sort of proves himself over those long distances, um, we don't care if we win America mile every year. That'll do us anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah. Now, tell me the truth. Have you won the Joong Rocket before? Um, tell me the truth.
0: uh, Twice. No, no, it'll be blatant lie if I I say. (laughs) Did Vintage Cheddar win it as well?
1: Yeah, that, yep, you've got it right. Blatant lie and Vintage Cheddar. Yep. I'll accept you got them. Do you know who ran last to blatant lie that you trained? If you get this, I dead set, you are, you have the greatest memory of all time.
0: Well, the biggest bird of all time. Um, No, I don't remember, actually.
1: Maggie's son. I didn't even remember the horse. (laughs) Yep. Anyway. Vintage Cheddar sat outside Better Robin and won, and Blayton Lyle led and won in 155.5. Yeah, it was back then. It
0: was a pretty good time,
1: I'd say. Yeah, it was, I'm telling you. And whilst we're going through the history, the first running of the Australian Trotting Grand Prix was taken out by La Cucaracha. So you're just showing up how old I am now by saying that, are you? You said you started training in 89. <laughs> I was 8 years of age. <laughs> well, yeah, might
0: have been later. I don't know. Yeah, no, it was a long time ago. <laughs> I know she drew Barrier 7 and she led him one quite easily. So, um, Correct. might have been over a mile back then, I think, was it? Like,
1: no, I don't I remember. No, think so, but yeah.
0: What? I don't know, she led him one anyway.
1: We talk about Just Believe and what he's done, but you look at this race, and Sundon's Gift won it four times in a row and then ran second, and to keep any horse at the top level for that amount of time is just stunning, really, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, like sometimes you're going to have purple patch for 12 months, maybe two years, but yeah, to sustain it over a long period of time, like Sundon's Gift did, was amazing, and he picked up a lot of, Good other quality races along the way as well, so um yeah no he just showed what a great horse he was, million dollar earner, so um not easy to do, but you know just believe and call me to breeze at the moment, you, you know they could probably front up to any race in the world at the moment and be competitive I'd say.
1: Yeah, dead set. What about Majestuoso? It's been a funny sort of a campaign for him. First up, Great Southern Star heat and. He went okay, and then he just didn't look at his best in the final. But I know it just looked to me, Kate didn't push him at any stage. She knew straight away.
0: Yeah, pretty sure he tied up after the heat. Yeah. And that's why he couldn't find any rhythm in in the final. Didn't really try any good. He sort of had a history of it. And, uh, obviously, it wasn't an ideal race to go first up, but we didn't have a lot of options anyway if he, he was sort of ready to race. so And been a hot night too. But um, he's come through it really good. We've been really pleased with him. His work the last couple of weeks has been as good as it's ever been. So, mm. uh, we expect to see, going to see pretty close to the, the best. It's going to be a difficult task taken on those two quality horses.
1: Do you run the gate? Do you think, or uh, I've got a bit of a theory, mate, you're a rough chance of getting to the leaders back. If just believe holds the front and everything else comes off hard.
0: Yeah. We just, uh, it generally just runs the gate himself anyway, naturally. So we yeah. probably run up the first hundred meters and cable sort of way up our options. Um, yeah, it's got natural gate speed. So, um, Yeah, we still don't want to overtax him early in his preparation coming off an injury, but he's still, um, yeah, there could be a little hole there somewhere that he can slide into, hopefully. So say you're
1: 1-1 at the top and you are sitting the 1-1 on call me the breezes back, however it works out, just believes in front and they're going at each other. You'd love to be in that spot and pulling out at the top of the straight to have a crack.
0: Yeah, obviously, if the mile rate's really quick, it probably still might be found a little bit wanting at this stage of his... Preparation, but if the tempo wasn't that hard and it sort of become a 800 meter, 1000 meter dash, um, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he can match him for, for speed. There's no doubt about that.
1: Yeah, wow, well, that's exciting. I'd love to see him put it, put put himself in amongst those two. So then we have got three of them to talk about going forward.
0: Yeah, obviously, um, you know, I think he won six Group Ones hmm. in one season, or, or five, or something like that, and was a Victorian. Horse of the year. So he's a quality horse, and you know it's good to have him back at the racetrack. But yeah, um, but since he's been away, the competition's got stronger, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> yeah, including this race.
0: Slot, yeah. slot race in New Zealand? Any thoughts? Uh, probably not with him. Um, he, he, he's never travelled. He, he's quite a nervous little fella and never really left a property. Um, but I think um, he might go on his first trip. I'll, I'll probably take him this catchaway next week. Yep, uh, there's a trotters race for him, uh, free for all, worth twenty thousand. <laughs> then the following week there's the
1: hundred thousand
0: dollar hammerhead. So um, yeah, he can have a have a trip trip up north with uh with his mate Tex.
1: Oh, and of course Tarcata stops along the way. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, again. <laughs> have we done Tarcata to death? You reckon?
0: <laughs> I've run out of material. I don't know <laughs> what to do next. <laughs> I might
1: as well find somewhere else to stop. <laughs> I ran out of material when you, before you trained your first runner, so don't start <laughs> not running out of material. <laughs> oh, no, you've got plenty of material left, I reckon.
0: Yeah, oh, well, the, where, yeah. Whether anyone laughs at it or not, that's debatable. Yeah, well,
1: that's probably true. I'll give you that. I'm probably with material. I'm probably better off just using it for clothes. Andy, uh, thank you so much for joining us, mate. Best of luck across the weekend and going forward with both those horses and all your runners everywhere.
0: No, uh, not a
1: follow. Thanks, Toby. There's Andy Gath. Uh, yeah, Majestuoso Saturday night Tab Australian Trotting Grand Prix, and of course, Catch a Wave in a very intriguing Geelong Rocket. I don't think it's his grand final. I think Mac Dan leads, and I just think they'll just look after Catch a Wave that little bit, and it just puts the uh, just leans me towards Mac Dan in that race, but. I certainly won't be shocked if Catch a Wave wins, and I certainly wouldn't be shocked if Majestu So runs a big race in that uh, Tab Australian Trotting Grand Prix. And I'll tell you what, those were the two horses I thought were value. Majestu So fifty-one and six twenty-six. He won this race two years ago. You can certainly argue that he is clearly on uh, everything he's done in his career arguably the second-best horse in this race, maybe third-best. He's in the top three and what he's achieved in his career. And to go around rank outsider in that race, 51 and 626, just doesn't seem quite right. I think you'll find by the time the race starts, he'll be more like a 15-to-1 chance. And the other one, of course, we spoke to uh, was Tony Peacock, and he has a runner in the Breed for Speed gold final, Illawong Stardust. So I think it's valued to 26 and 394. Let's clear our final commitment. We'll come back and then we'll be clearing the decks for a big trackside afternoon.